Daniel, you once told me this. I thought it made a lot of sense. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country when you're a kid. What's your, what is your first heartbreak when you're a kid? You go out with your dad and you're doing something and then it doesn't work out. And that's kind of your first heartbreak as a kid. Well, you got with your dad? You're talking about? Uh, well, you know, your mom, your dad, and you go out and you fly a kite. It's when the kite or a balloon gets away from you. Yes. Typically, and- uh... I rank them in order of regular balloon is bad, but even worse than that is mylar balloon. The very, very worst is a kite get, letting, you know. I think we've all had that experience. First tragedy, yeah. We were young, we were out with our, you know, mom or dad or whoever, and we're flying a kite and we're just having the greatest time, and then we accidentally let go of the string and then bye-bye kite, and you just got to see it. It's a, it's like slow motion, too. It, it's cruel mm-hmm. the way it flies away. It doesn't fly away right away. You get to see the whole thing. And... um so this weekend, my, my son's been begging me to go shoot a model rocket. And we would do this sometimes. And, uh, but he got a big, giant model rocket. We worked on it. We built this thing together. This thing's, uh, I don't know, two feet high, pretty, pretty significant rocket. And I said, Mac, listen, we're going to shoot this rocket off. But I got to tell you that if it's probably going to end up on a power line or something like that because I didn't know if that was going to happen, but I didn't want him to think that this was going to be some kind of you know, there might be some heartbreak involved. I wanted him to be prepared for it. And so we shoot it up in the air one time, and it's fine. I was using a tiny engine. Second time, great. Third time, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the big boy engine in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like this thing, go to space. And uh, then we had some neighbors come over, and they're all watching, and everybody's excited. And uh, my son presses that little button. <laughs> By the way, it's a lot of work for four seconds of entertainment, by the way, this model rocket stuff. I've had that. You got to paint it and all this stuff's going on. And I look at it and I said, oh, that's that's higher than I thought it was going to go to where I almost couldn't even see it anymore. And then, boom, I see the wind kind of taking this object further and further and further. And so that that rocket is now wrapped around the power line on 15th Street. So people can see it to this day? Yeah, you probably can, yeah. <laughs> so. Why, Ty, why in the world didn't you take it out to a field? You did it right there in your residential neighborhood? No, I did. I went to a field. You're on 15th Street, basically, in Tulsa. And I went to a field about two miles east of your house. And you're telling me the neighbors all caravaned two miles over to the city. People Cedar. came over to watch it. We yeah. all are desperate for entertainment over in your neighborhood. Apparently. If they all got in the cars and ride, rode over there to see you fire off rockets. I felt like NASA. You know how all those people go down and see the, mm-hmm. the launch? And so I felt very disappointed that my launch was a complete disaster. And uh, my poor boy, <laughs> we worked on this rocket. <laughs> and it's <laughs> now we have no rocket. Like to you, it's just a rocket, but to him, it's like a good time with dad and I know. a precious memory he's probably going to put in his little scrapbook. And we now we worked it's, on it so hard. And well, um, what are you going to do now? Just buy another one? I don't know. My strategy sometimes is to not mention things, and hopefully he'll forget. Every time he rides by there, he's going to see that thing. His little <laughs> tears going to fall out <laughs> well, of his you, eyes. You can go see it. It's a famous rocket now. <laughs> so it's hanging up over a power line. Kind of like when people throw shoes on a power line. It's just dangling mm-hmm. up there. So um, my apologies to my son, to humanity, and all the rest, and to my neighbors who came out to see a very, very disappointing launch. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's high country. Daniel, we have a concert announcement coming up in less than 20 minutes. I can't tell you who it is, but that will be our bullfight at 7.40 here with Tiger Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Ain't that crazy. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Daniel. About 10 minutes away from a concert announcement, and then we got free tickets to that concert coming up at 7.40. Hey, Daniel. Hey, a uh, little, little frustrated. Was Went home over the weekend for my nephew's birthday party. When you say home, you mean to see your Alabama, mom? Alabama, yeah, down in Alabama. And flew out of here on Friday. Everybody's talking about how long Oppenheimer is, like three hours long, right? I was delayed an Oppenheimer uh, Oppenheimer and a half on the way out there. On the way back yesterday, get delayed again a couple of Oppenheimers. I told you, Daniel. It's quicker to drive these days. I told you, and you got mad at me last week. I said... Dude, watch out for air travel. It's going to be bad. And then you got on the radio and you're like, oh, what are you going to be so negative? I said, I'm not being negative. I, I want you to that, be alert to the situation. Actually, that reminds me. You jinxed me. I didn't jinx you. Yes, you did. That's crazy. Anyway, what, I mean, is anybody taking flights these days that aren't delayed or if there's some type of snafu? 
You know, and now they didn't even bother telling you why it's delayed. They weren't like, oh, because of weather. They were just like, no, nah, that plane's going to be late. Uh, <laughs> no reason offered. Just like, no, nah, we had some trouble getting nah. here. It's not going to be here in time. I told you. I, I see people on Facebook that I'm buddies with and, um, you know, <laughs> like, this one lady I know, they just came to her and said, look, your flight's not leaving tonight, so good luck finding a hotel. And she had to go stay in a hotel and all this stuff. My flight yesterday, I'm sitting at the airport in Dallas. It's that connection that gets you. I don't know. Maybe it's just something going on in, in Dallas. But I'm sitting there yesterday, and within one hour, they changed the gate at least six times. They're like, your flight now leaves from here, now leaves from here, now it leaves from here, now it leaves from here. What is going on? I'm telling you. It's got to be the connection in Dallas, right? And Dallas, that's just Dallas something. Dallas is a busy airport, that's so just it, something it can be pretty from, rough. If you fly out of here, you're going to have to deal with it. You could have gotten your shoes shined and stuff. That Not even that was open. <laughs> what? But I'm just, uh, I was so frustrated. It took me two hours longer to fly than both, I drive. Both ways. So, I mean, next time I go to Alabama, what do I do? I just got to drive, right? Yeah, and I imagine it's pretty expensive to fly right now. That's another thing. Uh, airline tickets at an all-time high. How in the world are we getting delayed so often? There's no other business that I know of. Like if they're going to send a limo here today or something or send a car or an Uber or something, they're not going to uh, take my money and then be like, well, you know, sorry, we just ain't going to make it there on time. <laughs> like what? Why not? Well, yeah, you know, we just That's a good not. point to make. That's a great – actually, I never considered that. If you buy an airline ticket and your flight's supposed to leave at 8, it should leave at 8, right? Yes. If you go to McDonald's and it takes them 40 minutes to get your order, you're going to be pretty upset. However, with the airlines, we just put up with it in a way, right? Right. And I get it. Like, I get there's some trouble and everything, but it seems like maybe it's just Dallas. Maybe it boils down to Dallas because my flight never is late going out of Tulsa. Do you think it's just the Dallas situation? That's you're, a huge, you're in aviation. That's you tell a huge me. airport, man. They've got the other thing that I got to say in, in defense of the airlines is that a lot of people will go to Dallas and go, where is my plane? Where It's it's sunny here in Dallas. Weather shouldn't be an issue. Where is my plane? However, you're not considering that the plane might be coming from Chicago or Atlanta or Los Angeles. There could be all sorts of weather in the way there. So even though it's sunny in Dallas, doesn't mean that they didn't encounter weather on the way to get to you. But why wouldn't they give me a reason for the plane being delayed? Maybe maybe just a little like well something. Just they're just like, nah, it ain't going to be here. The airlines, here's what I know about delays and stuff. If it's weather-related, they owe you nothing. That's an act of God. However, if they misscheduled pilots and things, they owe you money. I looked up TSA because I watched these TikToks where like, oh, since my flight is two hours delayed, you owe me a buffet and a hotel room and all that. I looked at the uh, TSA website. Y your flight's delayed. They don't owe you anything. Unless they screwed it up, I mean, if, all they got to say is there was some turbulence and we got slowed down, and even if they, they did it. screw it up, it uh, they don't owe you anything. I According think to they the do. I'm I think telling you, look wrong. it up. Tell, okay. Look it up. Play a song while you look it up, and you'll see that it, uh, they don't uh, they don't owe you nothing. They're just like, well, you know, it it just ain't gonna oh, be here. Oh no, there's there's laws, man. I know this because remember you would hear stories about the airplane sitting on the taxiway for three hours. And people have to go to the bathroom, and they're hungry. Uh, I think they, they figured out that they owe you money for that kind of stuff. Well, you can look it if, up. As long uh, as it's not weather-related. This uh, this flight I got on yesterday delayed six hours in Dallas, you know, to, to, to fly 45 minutes. <laughs> delayed six hours. <laughs> Get on the flight, and the guy's still like, oh, just sit back and relax and enjoy the flight. Yeah, it's going like, to be enjoy an enjoyable it. flight. I would like to get out, order a pizza, and then Domino's just coming like, well, it ain't, it ain't going to be here today. <laughs> Why not? Well, it's just not. Just enjoy it when you get it. Might be eight hours. But. Yeah, look into that and let me know if if, uh, if they're going to have to give you something. According to that TSA website I saw yesterday, they ain't giving you nothing. I'll see. It's the bull. So we were talking about how if um, if you're doing air travel these days and Daniel was horribly delayed on a, a flight out of Tulsa, then a flight back to Tulsa, basically Dallas, um, that's a busy airport, so you had some complications there. And I, I thought that if a, if an airline screwed up, like didn't um, schedule a pilot or something, you know, it's their fault. They would have to. It turns out you're right, Daniel. They don't actually have to do a whole lot for you. 
even if it's their fault. Like, I get lightning and thunder, and that's going to make your flight late. The only thing it says is they are required to give you a refund if they can't, uh, if mission is not accomplished. If it's words, not accomplished that particular day. Yeah, and um, so in other words, if Daniel could not get from Dallas to Tulsa last night, you would be in, entitled to a refund. However, if you're just late, there's not a whole lot there to protect you. It doesn't look like. But and, I was confused because um, I watched these TikToks, and these TikToks are like, oh, if your flight is late, the, the, you're entitled to a, you know, this and that and all this money, and it's just not true. What are you, 17? You get all your information from TikTok? No, but I do get a majority of it from TikTok. <laughs> How dare you? Where do you get all your information from? What do you have, like, big giant books you read every day, like a, like, you know, a scholar back in the day? You're in this big library? I get my informa- information from other internet websites. <laughs> okay, yeah. What, so way every, more reliable than Everything on the internet is true, as yeah. you know. Um, so um, I didn't realize I was doing a radio show with a scribe over here. Did you know, Daniel, <laughs> that we have this announcement to make? Do you want to do this? You yes, can have the please, audience. Please, please. Uh... All right, so we're going to do a bullfight coming up, brought to you by Optimum Complete. And we're going to play for these tickets. We can now officially announce this concert because it is 7 o'clock. All right, I've got the uh, clip here. I have no idea why I just pull up the music video. I have no idea where it's going to come in at, but it's uh, here is the, a little taste. I'm a little more country than that. I just want to make sure you know just who you're getting under this old hat. So, uh, that is Easton Corbin coming to town. And we got your free tickets. Remember, uh, God, it must have been 15 years ago when we first saw Easton Corbin. So he's been around for a little while. He's a young guy then, and now he's, I guess, 15 years older. But we've got those tickets coming up with our bullfight. I've always thought he sounded like George Strait in this song, didn't you? I'm a little more country than that. Fantastic. Yeah, he does have that. He has more of that old school country sound to him, doesn't he? At least in that song. So we got that at 740 this morning. Easton Corbin is going to be here. If his flight makes it. Yeah, well, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Good luck, Easton. He might be 12 hours late. He's going to be stuck down in Dallas performing. (laughs) At the airport bar. 98.5 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. We just announced Easton Corbin is coming to Hard Rock Live, and uh, you can go there too because that's our bullfight this morning coming up at 7.40. If you'd like to see Easton Corbin here on 98.5 The Bull, good morning. I am Tig, and hello to you, Daniel. Uh, good morning, uh, Tig. I, you know, I would love to see, I've never seen one in real life outside of a zoo. I, would, I think I would like to see a bear. Like what? A, I'd like to see a bear. Have you ever seen a bear outside of a zoo? Like if you've been the Great Smoky Mountains or something like that and actually seen a Yeah. I a went bear? to a national park and I saw a bear. It was uncomfortable for me. Why so? Because I just thought that bear is going to eat me. Remember there was a guy who lived with the bears? Remember this guy? Yeah, but that guy was crazy. I know who you're talking about. That's that guy from uh, Grizzly. It's called Grizzly Man. It's a movie about this guy that was living amongst wild grizzly bears for yeah, they like were- eight, nine summers though. They were like his buddies, but then one day they uh, turned on him. I remember, and then he would, they'd start to kind of get aggressive with him, and his strategy to get them off of him well, was... Well, he didn't, his name was Mike Treadwell, and he didn't have like a gun or anything. If the bear came into his camp, he would just bang pots and pans and be like, get out of here, Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> and unfortunately, yeah, that wasn't uh, a good you know, strategy, after eight years, no gun... Him. Uh, the grizzly bears caught up with him. It's He's important like, to remember that these animals are wild. I met somebody the other day that found a baby raccoon and tried to raise a baby raccoon. And, of course, when the baby, you know, it's a baby, it's sweet then. But then you get to a point where they get to adolescence and they're wild animal streak shows. And if you want to live with a bear, they might eventually turn on you. Yeah. Even though you... Maybe giving them bottles of milk growing up and stuff, uh, they, they'll turn on you. That guy should have at least had bear spray, but he just had words. He's like, stop it, Mr. Fudge. Um, <laughs> woman in California, she got on TikTok to document a bear. Now, although I'd like to see a bear, I would not like it to get into my car, and that's exactly what it did. It uh, got into her car, ripped it apart. 
used the restroom inside of it. Here she is. Uh, she was at a bachelorette party when it happened. Here's the bear ripping her car apart and her expecting the ja the damage after it ran away. There's a freaking bear in my car. No. There's a bear in my car. This bear is absolutely destroying the inside of my car right now. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> we already called the fire department. Don't worry. <gasps> oh. Oh, my. She's just cleaning out the poop in my car. <laughs> the bear poop. Job well done. What do they call the fire department? What's the fire department going to do? Now, this reminds me of the time we lived in uh, South Carolina, right, in Myrtle Beach there. And Tig lived on the International Waterway, known for uh, animals and nature and things like that. And he saw an alligator out there once. He called 911. They're like, oh, uh, 911, there's an alligator in nature. And the, and the person on the other end of the line was like, Okay. <laughs> Why would she call That's the fire exactly department? Why would she call the fire department to report? The firemen uh, in Tulsa take care of uh, bears and stuff. I wouldn't think so. I mean, maybe call animal control. Mm -hmm. Also, that must have been a rental because they didn't seem to be that upset about it. I'd be losing my mind. Yeah, there's an old joke about a rental car. What's the only car that can go a, over a speed bump at 100 miles an hour? Rental car. Because right. you don't wait care. Wait the punchline and then the joke and then the punchline again. <laughs> Real Mitch, Mitch Hedberg over there. <laughs> right, well, again, what, like I come into work, I'm in a good mood, I'm mm -hmm. being nice to you, and you just come after me. I don't understand. Talks about my chins all day. Um, you know what will destroy your car even worse than a bear? And this happened to my teacher when I was in middle school or something. A cat got in her car and musked. Oh, no. And once a cat musks in your car, you're never getting rid of that smell. So she just had to sit there. I'd have gotten rid of that thing immediately. She just had to sit there and take it two or three years just to just stank really bad. Does Carfax show Musk? I don't know. If you I buy a car and you want to research and oh, see what happened. You'll know. <laughs> so. Animal Musk in a car will destroy it. You ever, oh, got, you ever gotten in somebody's uh, car or house that had too many animals? Dude, I've got a kitten and this cat. Cats grow up really quick. I think they can get pregnant within... Six to nine months of being born. And this cat went around, I guess, marking its territory or something. In your house? Yes. You, your house has musk in it? Yes. And You're I'm kidding me. I had to go get the spray from Petco to clean my couch. And then the couch smelt fresh and everything was fine. And then the cat did it again. So well, it was buddy, a losing battle. If you got a cat over there musking, you need a friend to come over and smell your house. All right, come and over. Check. Put your nose against the couch and see if there's musk. You think your house smells of musk? Yes, I do. And you think your nose blind to it? Do you know how when you leave town, it's a weird thing. When you leave town and then you come back to your house after a week, you're smelling it for the first time, kind right, of. Right, Like every day you come home, you don't notice. And I opened this door after a trip we went on, and I thought, man, drifters wouldn't live in this place. It was disgusting. Well, I've and got to come so, pick up my dog from your house today. I will let you. I'll give you honest it's, feedback. It, it's bad. Remember my idea for an app called Sniffers, where it's kind of like the Uber for people that will come to your house and and see if you if your house has a smell. I'd pay for it because, mm -hmm. like I said, if you live in your house all the time, you don't notice the smell. But if somebody comes over, they'll notice the smell, and it's a great app. And I would love to pay somebody. How much would you pay a sniffer to come over and smell your house for you? Probably twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. They come in, they go. It reeks in here. You know what? We got to get the Sniffers app going because now that I think about it, sometimes you uh, might leave your clothes in the wash too long and they sour, and you're like, hmm, I wonder if I smell like mildew. You could have a Sniffer come to your workplace and smell of you just to let you know, like, uh-oh, yeah, you smell like a wet dog. It's where, not a bad idea because you can't tell sometimes. Where if else would a Sniffer come in handy? My car car would be a good one i'll worry about that i've got a kid uh his animal crackers are everywhere it's 100 degrees outside every day all that stuff kind of the, the heat makes things stink more you think yeah. animal crackers smell bad because they're animal crackers i don't know man he's spilling capri suns and you know Maybe i don't that, know what's but going not on. just dry crackers <laughs> also i know where uh, the sniffers that would also come in handy somebody told me a long time ago and i wish they hadn't and then i told you and it messed you up too that before you have a seizure, you'll smell oranges or something. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be sitting around sometimes going, 
I think I might smell oranges. <laughs> if you had a I sniffer a come over, yeah, a sniffer could come over and let you know say. if there's an orange smell in the in the area or not. It's not a bad idea. Does your your house doesn't smell? You're a single guy. I got home last night. Uh, I mean, I broke into your house the other day. You did, yeah. So I could <laughs> sleep in that, there, and the I didn't notice any bad scents. If that I, helps you, I uh, it only only smelled like a little like hot. If that makes sense, like I I had my thermostat cranked up to eighty two, so it smelt of hot house. If that makes heat, any sense to you, house. you know what yeah. I'm talking about. I, I know what you're talking about, but that's also the a hot house brings out those odors. But I didn't notice anything, so you're good. It smelled like a seven point three seven interest rate. That's what it's. But like you owe me twenty dollars because I did go smell your house. For did you? you? Okay. Yes. Thank you. Ninety-eight-five. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Good morning, ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's high country back in triple digits today. Oh my! Hey, it's Ty Gadano on ninety-eight-five. The Bull. This can't be real here, but they uh, see a story on Reddit that says a landlord secretly Airbnb'd someone's apartment while they were on vacation. That almost sounds like <laughs> unbelievable, does it Pretty not? Pretty funny. Well, you'd think that, but a guy in California, they say he went to a, a, a few-month vacation, got back. A bunch of his stuff was missing, like his PlayStation, his computer, and a gun. Filed a police report. Turned out it hadn't been a break-in. His place had been rented out on Airbnb. He told the landlord he'd be out of town. And they thought, well, we'll make a little cash oh. by uh, letting somebody come and stay at this guy's place. I, I mean, this sounds almost too... That Too irritates crazy. me. You know why that irritates me? Because um, if you've ever been in a situation where you needed to leave your apartment and you ask the people who like run the apartment if you can sublease it, they say no. Mm-hmm. You cannot. However, this guy subleased an apartment when a guy left for a vacation. Whenever you go uh, on vacation, are you a hotel guy or an Airbnb guy? Because I, I know you've tried both. I'm still hotel. I don't know why exactly. Are you hotel? I'm hotel because Airbnb is tricky. They'll say the room is, they'll say $30 a night, but then they add like a $500 cleaning fee. I'd rather be ripped off like straight up than, (laughs) you know, try to be tricked. Are you not the same way? Well, I am. And then I also have read where, I mean, Airbnb are stayed in someone's house Mm -hmm. and they could set up a camera wherever they want and they could hide it in a teddy bear or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not safe, but I just say I prefer going to a hotel that there's a brand name to it and I can stay there and feel pretty comfortable. And if there's a problem, I can complain to corporate. Airbnb is just a guy, right? Yeah, it's just a person. Um, but it's that those hidden fees that get me. I had a really sketchy situation in New York. I got an Airbnb for me and my family and Got to the address, and the guy was just standing out in front. It's like, well, the Airbnb is actually around this way. Because in New York, it's illegal, so they have little ways of trying to get around oh. it. But you're worried that uh, somebody will put up a camera in your Airbnb tongue? Yeah, try they to get They get a look at you, buddy. They'll sneak in there get them cameras out of there immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, so if I go in there, they'll take the cameras down. Right. No offense, but people uh, no offense find you to taken. be grotesque with clothes on. I can't imagine seeing a nude tug. It would probably uh, burn my eyes. <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks for the. Again, I come to work. I'm in a decent mood, I and said then you no just come offense. after me. Okay. You got a woeful countenance, buddy. That ain't nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, you you think they're trying to put up cameras in your Airbnb to try to see you? They put them in the air conditioning vents, or they put them in a teddy bear or something, and then they watch you. Not you. <laughs> so I'm safe. Mm-mm. Well, I'm Airbnb now. Yeah. <laughs> But why do we think they couldn't do that in a regular hotel room? It could be some, you know, skeezy maintenance guy. Cameras are getting so small these days. I don't know. I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. I feel more comfortable when I go to a brand name hotel and I feel like there's 300 rooms. So why would they concentrate on this room? But if you have an Airbnb, it's just a guy who owns that one unit and he might be a creep. I guess if there's like large families, it's cheaper to do Airbnb. I don't know. I want my sister and my nephews to come and visit. And uh, I feel for you parents when your kids get to a certain age with traveling. Because say now if you wanted to go somewhere, Tug, you got to pay three times what you normally pay everywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Like your son, even though he could sit in your lap still. You got to buy him his own ticket, right? Well, on an airline, you have to buy a ticket after they're two. Anyway. After they're two? Yeah. So you're, you're paying three. Everything you look up, when you look up a flight, multiply by three because I got to take my wife. I got to take my kid. I got to take me. So uh, things do. But Airbnb, 
my mom came to Tulsa and she stayed in one. She absolutely loved it. And it was over near where you live now, Cherry Street, Andalini's area. But what kind of um, like fees were there? Well, that's where they get you at the end. They charge you $150 to clean it, and there's all these tax. It's bullcrap, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah I'm, so I'm with you. Get a regular hotel. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's High Country with Tiger and Daniel. Nine minutes away now from Easton Corbin tickets, Daniel. But um, Airbnb, you say bad news. I say I got some good news. Jackie Cooper Nissan. You love your Nissan. Man, this guy goes on and on about how much he loves this car, which is good. Everybody, you know, think about how often you use a car every single day, right? You put your life in its hands every single day. You ought to have something you like. You know, my dad told me something once about a car, and I never considered this, um, but maybe he was right. He said, look, you got to get a safe car because if you are a parent, you've got to be there for your kids. You've got to get a safe car. And Nissan has figured out, I don't know how they did it, not only is it safe for me and my son, it looks good, too. Looks pretty good. You got those uh, tinted windows. I imagine when you get in your car, it's about 30 degrees cooler inside of it than it is my car. On these 100-degree days, I'm so glad that I have that Nissan Maxima. But on the road right now, 0% interest. That's an SUV. That's a big popular thing right now. And and then if you want to trade in, they're going to give you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book value for your trade-in. So Nissan's got it figured out in all sorts of ways. It's safe. They're giving you more money than anybody else for your trade-in. Or are you going to sell them your car? $1,500 mm-hmm. more than Kelly Blue Book value. And Jackie Cooper Nissan, which we're lucky to have right here in town. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. 98.5 The Bull. Earlier today, Daniel had the honor of announcing uh, for the first time that Easton Corbin's going to be in town. Big concert announcement. And we said, hey, it's also our bull fight today. So that's what we're fighting over. Easton Corbin tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Who do we got, Daniel? Today we've got Christine, a stay-at-home mom that could use a night out to go see Easton Corbin. How many kids do you have there? Seven. Seven kids. Oh, Lord. Wait, what? Seven kids. Are, yeah. they, are they all in the house, or did some move out yet? Nope, not yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you should live in a shoe. Do they have Do they have bunk beds and yeah. things? How do, or do you have eight bedrooms? Oh, yes. Nope, just three bedrooms. Two bunk beds in each room, or in the girls' room and one in the boys' room. All right. Well, we, you got to you got to uh, <laughs> defeat Dylan here and get you out of this house. You could use a night out. Dylan, a software developer. Uh, Dylan, have you heard my idea for the app that I think can make us all rich? Let's hear it, man. Uh, so you ever go on vacation and you come back home and you walk inside and you realize your house smells a little bad, right? Because you've gone nose blind. Okay. I, right. want, I want you to develop an app for me called Sniffers where you could pay somebody to come by your house and let you know if it smells bad or not. Okay. You're like a third-party nose. I got you. Right. It's kind of like gotcha. Uber for uh, Sniffers. Uh, if you uh, maybe feel like you smell like mildew, maybe your clothes are soured, you could have somebody come to your place of business and give you a little smell. A little nice little drive-by, huh? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a little crop dusting, but a little uh, reverse psychology How on there, huh? you? This is not a crop dusting <laughs> app. It's Sniffers. <laughs> Hey, hey, whatever you want to call it, man, we'll talk about it. All right. It's in the works, Tig. Uh, Dylan says he's quite good at trivia. Christine says she's a little worried. So what I'm going to do is, I'm Dylan, I'm going to give you the harder questions this morning. And uh, I'm going to give cool. Christine cool. the easier questions. How about that? We'll start with you, Christine. All the answers begin with the letter E. E for Easton. The clue is Adam's wife. Eve. Eve is correct. Dylan. This is the capital of Scotland. Oh, man. England. Did you say England? <laughs> I guess, man. Oh, okay. I yeah. yeah, you are good at trivia. It's Edinburgh. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. You got me on that one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Christine, this is a famous Paris tower. The Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower is correct. Dylan, this is a Detroit rapper. Eminem, man. Eminem is correct. <laughs> I like how he, he thought the capital of Scotland was England, but immediately gets yeah. the Eminem question. Well, for sure. Christine, this is Hemingway's first name. He also went to camp. I have no idea. Think about it now. Blank Hemingway. Kevin? Evan Hemingway, incorrect. It's Ernest Hemingway. (laughs) Ernest Hemingway. Dylan. This 
is a deadly sin that turns one green. A deadly sin that turns one green. Man. They say this person is blank. Wait, green Man. with blank. <laughs> Man, you got me. I'm sorry. Dylan, it's envy. Green with envy. Christine. Right. Okay. This is one of the Great Lakes. I cannot think of it. That would be Lake Erie. Lake Erie. Dylan. Yes, sir. Fill in the blank. Houston, tranquility base here. The blank has landed. The eagle. Eagle is correct. We are tied up, Tig. Christine has two. Dylan has two. Final question. Christine. Yes. This is a funeral speech. I don't know. That would be a eulogy. Dylan, this is for all the beans. These are tree-dwelling Star Wars creatures. Ewoks. Ewoks is correct. And with that, Dylan has defeated Christine in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Dylan, who has uh, been busy working on the uh, Sniffers app, I'm sure you could use a night out. Or do you want to hold on to these tickets, Dylan, or do you want to give them to Christine, uh, the stay-at-home mom of seven? Hey, that's impressive, man. I, that's that's awesome. You go ahead and have a night out. You can have the tickets. All right. Christine, oh, yeah. Dylan has given you those tickets. Thank you. Is there a chance that there You're will be welcome. an eighth child on the way after a night out seeing Easton Corbin at the Hard Rock Live? <laughs> Absolutely not. And if you do have, if you do have she's, another child, you must, a line now, dude. you must name uh, him or her Dylan. Got it? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Seven kids at home, and she says eight. Unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Right. No well, more. Uh, congratulations to you both, um, the winner Dylan, and then and also Dylan giving tickets away. That's very sweet of you, ma'am. I appreciate it. We're back tomorrow. It's all been brought to you by Optimum Complete, then. The 98.5 The Bullfight. Optimum complete. It's Tiger Daniel. We're back tomorrow at 7.40. Same thing. Good morning. Right. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, like uh, so many of us, we love our kids. And Daniel, you've got uh, a nephew that just celebrated a birthday. You actually left town over the weekend to go celebrate a third birthday mm-hmm. for your little nephew. And I'm jealous because I remember that time in my life where it's so fun. They're so... They're having a great time. Did he fall asleep during his own birthday party, though? No, he was wired up, dog. And what did you get a three-year-old? I mean, you're a grown man. You're uh, you're 100 or something. Yep. How do you know what a three-year-old wants to have at his birthday party? Well, uh, for some reason, last time I was home, he found his dad uh, works for the power company, and he had some electrical tape. And his name is Oliver, and Oliver found a piece of the electrical tape, and he carried it around for Eight, nine hours. Went to sleep holding it. (laughs) Isn't that funny how that works? You spend a bunch of money on the kids, and then they play with the box that came in, or they play with the electrical tape instead of the toy. So I got him some uh, painter's tape that he could play with, and it it wouldn't stick on things too much. I also got him uh, one of those. You bought him tape? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he likes. And then I got him also (laughs) a money gun and some prop movie money. What's a money gun? It's where you've seen a rap video when they shoot the the money gun, and it makes it rain. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But how did you come across that idea? Have you known that he likes money guns? Well, I think any kid likes anything that makes a huge mess, and that's what the money gun does. So also, he enjoyed this? I wanted to play with the money gun for a little bit, so <laughs> I, I can't have that in my house, like so when, I got it for them. Like dads buy a train, but it's the dad that likes to play with the train. Don't And I do this with your son a lot, too. Like, I, you know, he wants to go to the arcade and all that. Not as much as I do. I'll take him to an arcade just so I can really play the arcade. <laughs> and you're doing that same thing. I can tell that you were selling, saying, saying earlier this morning you guys went and shot rockets. That's mm. your idea. Uh, we did go shoot some modern rockets this weekend. That's, that's something you want to do. And it's something that I did right. want to do, but I kind of like, yeah, so the kid might like it too. So I, I'm getting enjoyment. But isn't that a good thing, though? You know, in a way, that you enjoyed the money gun from a rap video. And Oliver, your little three-year-old, Nephew also enjoyed the money. He gun. enjoys the money gun. So success. 
Uh, this is such a fun does age. He, does he know who you are? Yeah. What do you mean? Does he know who I am? Of course he does. It's gotten hard because I used to, when I would come down there and I would leave, he didn't give a rat. Say, now he's like begging me to stay. Oh, no. Now that's hard. That's tough to walk out the door when the kid's asking you to stay, yeah. isn't it? But good gig, man. Good job. I, I never thought of buying a three-year-old a money gun. but Have you ever played with a money gun? No, not yet. You want one? That's where it is. Yeah. We ought to. You know what? We would be so famous if whenever we were waiting at concerts or something, if somebody come up and draw for the money gun and then at the end of the uh, the remote or whatever, the remote broadcast, we made it rain on somebody with actual $1 bills. Up there at the BOK or something. Ooh, that would good. be a spectacle. <laughs> and you know I like a spectacle. Yeah. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. I feel like I caused a spectacle because um, the other day, like I said, a couple months ago, I got into the pool for the first time in the summer, and I had to get in backwards because I was worried about my tummy. And you said that was worse than just getting in because it drew more attention and more spectacle. You made it more interesting. You made it a spectacle when you back in like a hippo. Had you just walked <laughs> in, nobody thought anything. And, you know, if you're so worried about how you look, why don't you try Red Mountain Weight Loss, Tig? It's literally medication that can help you lose weight. They got a program called RM3 at Red Mountain Weight Loss. Uh, metabolism boosters. You know, I used to be real skinny, and I, I tried to gain weight. I could never. And then, boom, 30s hit, and things change. It's, like, not even your fault. Things are just changing in your body. Your metabolism slows down. That's what happens. Used to, uh, Ty would go through the drive-thru and try to get milkshakes. I was so jealous. This guy's like, i, I got to gain some weight. Went and ate a milkshake two or three times a day. It didn't work, but then now, boom. I don't do the milkshake routine as much anymore, I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. Red Mountain Weight Loss, they can be your secret weapon in your fight against weight gain. Up to 20 pounds in 30 days, you could be down. Up to 20 pounds in 30 days, imagine that. And you can start now with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Isn't it weird, Daniel, that it's so hot out that even if you try to take a walk at 7 p.m., you're like, man, what is going on? I don't know what's like. My son's in pickleball now. He Ugh. likes pickleball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they play that on a court. It's pavement, basically. Went out there. The only reason I didn't die of a heart attack because the wind was blowing. We do expect some wind today. That'll deceit, help a little. But, um, but, boy, other than that, it's brutal. I tried to walk my dog uh, last week at like 9 o'clock, and I was sweating like a country pig. I couldn't, yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it was pretty bad. But what do we expect? I mean, we're sitting here kind of whining about it, but it's uh, July 25th. I mean, did we expect yeah, it to be cold? Yeah, but it wasn't this hot last year. And then I saw in the news the other day they said it's going to be even hotter in 2024 on account of the El Nino. Oh, what's that mean? I don't know, but. Sounds scientific. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you I just read day. things and I just go, yeah, yeah, that, I yeah. believe it. So you read things and you don't, you don't, you just take it for face value. Well, Tig, if you saw the headline, "Gonna be hotter in 2024 because of the El Nino," either you just believe it or what? What am I to do? Go to a weather station and you know get some beakers and flasks and do my own experiments, <laughs> or just take their word for it? Okay, I agree. So, another well, what do you do day. when you read a headline? You go out there and get a degree in climatology. Could text Alan Crone. Or Travis Meyer and see, but uh, it's going to be a brutal day again today. I, the air conditioner, even in my car, Daniel, I put it on the lowest setting, which is 60 degrees. And even even that, it's, it's brutal still, right? You put your air conditioner on 60 degrees? It goes down to 60, yeah. That's the, the lowest. In the car or the house? No, in my car. Oh, okay. I was about to say, if you're doing that in your house... But it seems like every air conditioner is having a hard time keeping up, whether it's your car or, like, in your house, Daniel. It's a little bit tough out there. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Back tomorrow with another bullfight for Easton Corbin. Well, I broke into Daniel's house here recently because uh, you went out of town, Daniel, and uh, you said, um, look, you can go to my house, but it's all locked up over there. So one night I put a cot out on your front porch. I slept on the front porch. Now, this is not out in the country. This is in the city of Tulsa. <laughs> If you've ever been to Cherry Street where, uh, like, Andalini's and all that stuff is, it's a high-traffic area. And I sleep on your porch. I was probably snoring. Your neighbors probably thought it was you, so they think you're crazy now. And um, and then it hit me after a night of sleeping on your porch. I said, he said it was locked up. I wonder if there's an unlocked door. And then, boom, unlocked door. So then I go into your house like a bear, and I go through your kitchen. I eat. Uh, Daniel has frozen White Castle burgers, and I, I saw those, and boy, I was just delighted, and I ate all your burgers, except I left two for you, which is kind of a tease, 
And then, um, yeah, I thought I had gone crazy and, and ate all those burgers. And I was like, what, what did I do? I don't remember eating those burgers, but it was me, like a bear. I'd gone in your kitchen and uh, went through all your stuff. And then I said, you know, it's time for me to freshen up, like a little refresh session here. So I say, I'm going to go in Daniel's shower now. And Daniel doesn't know that I'm in his house, by the way. I'm in your house the whole time. Mm-hmm. You don't even know it. I'm over there treating myself. This is like a spa day. And I get in the shower, and he's got a bush or something in there. That's ha- hanging uh, on the shower rod. That's eucalyptus. I'm like a panda, Ty guy. I love uh, a koala. I love to uh, to nap, and I love eucalyptus. Yeah, and I get in the shower, and it was uh, great. I'm using your shower without your permission. I'm in your house without your permission. I'm sleeping. I'm taking naps over there without permission. And uh, I get in the shower, and he's got this eucalyptus bush or something in there. Mm-hmm. And it, it did. It cleans out your sinuses. If you know what, I, it's kind of Vicks Vapo Rub ish. Kind of, yeah. Something in that category. And then I look over and he's got a eucalypt, eucalyptus spritzer. It's a spray like Are if you're. Are you an 80 year old lady? <laughs> it's a spray like if you're in a um, spa and it smells of eucalyptus. Like you said, it clears out your sinuses. Mm-hmm. You, do you hear this rich, deep voice that I have? That's thanks to my sinuses getting cleared out every morning with my eucalyptus shower spray. Wait, your voice? Thick. You sound like Minnie Mouse. Deep tones. Huh? Rich, deep tones. Oh, you? Me, yes. Listen Daniel. to you. You got a half, you got one nostril. And this is a true story. Ty got hit in the face with a baseball when he was a kid, and now he only has, what, about a 25% of a nostril? You're only getting 25% oxygen? Yes. Imagine how smart I'd be if I had 100% oxygen. Yeah, people uh, hear Tiger on the radio, and doctors have called begging to perform surgery on him. They say I sound, yeah, on like account of your voice up or something. I'm actually glad that you went over to my house, though, and discovered, because I'd been, uh, for months, door open, didn't realize how to lock them. And I've just been sleeping in there. Uh, well, don't don't lock them. Well, yeah, lock them now. Yeah, you'll never do that again. I'll, I'll bust the sure. window. <laughs> Isn't that scary, though? You look back, like over at your neighborhood or where you live, you, you've been, your car's been broken on, into many times. And even when you first moved in, you, you ladies came in. It's like squatters thinking the house was still empty. Came in my house and fell asleep in there because mm-hmm. I had a uh, door unlocked. And uh, I did learn my lesson there. However, um, we still sometimes accidentally leave our doors unlocked. But, Daniel, I appreciate you leaving that door unlocked. I well, know you didn't mean to, didn't but mean to. I went in there, and I live my best life in your house. Should I get you a key? Yes. I don't know. That opens. I don't have a key to your house. That opens me up for, like, pranks, and, you know, you'll do. You, you might go too far with if something. If I take a solemn oath to say I will never come in your house without first reaching out and getting a response from you, would you give me a key to your will house? Will I get a key to your house? Yes. I don't know, and I don't want, need a kid at your house. You have your wife and kid over there. Um, you know, I really think, I do believe that we have, like, certain truces and things. There are that, things, uh, one thing that you always said, and I agree, we don't mess with each other's food. <laughs> we did. We established that a long time ago. Yeah, like, we, I'm like never there's gonna, a truce there. I'm never going to do this thing where I mess with your food. I saw a terrible thing happen at my lunchroom when I was a kid, and these were friends. There's this guy there, his nickname was Monkey. His name was James Gates. Oh, monkey. And yeah, and somebody at the lunchroom pizza lifted up the cheese on Monkey's pizza and put a quarter underneath it. And Monkey <laughs> bit into that quarter. Oh, now, no. listen, I thought it was hilarious, but I felt so bad for Monkey that he bit into a quarter. So we but have I, a truce. I don't, I don't, yeah, we have that truce. There's certain things we will and won't do. I will absolutely not go in your house without permission. And I mean that. I'm saying it on the ra- this is on re- on record. I get it. Yeah. Okay. But you wouldn't be tempted to come over there with a scream mask on. No, I'm not going to do that because that's your castle. I'm not going to mess with you over there. And you'll get shot about a hundred times. <laughs> you to make me Swiss cheese. <laughs> well, yeah, if I, I walked out of my room and there's a you know anything with a scream mask on, yeah, I'm probably going to try my best to to hurt you. Just uh, but you know, I you might need to have a key in you know in case something happens to me. My dog's over there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a another deal too, where if something happens to you, God forbid, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go get your laptop and delete your history. No, no, don't don't uh, throw it in the river. Don't just delete it. Oh, get rid of it. Because my strategy was going to be delete your history, then look up stuff about Jesus and stuff. So your oh, mom, okay, that's better. Yeah, would Good. see that you know your last days you mm-hmm. were looking up about Jesus. That's and better. It, yeah. So I would need a key for that. 
I guess I could get you one. All right. So, or Alto in the river, whichever. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's high country. Back tomorrow, 740 Easton Corbin is our bullfight. Here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. I don't know. Uh, parents are listening. Uh, you love your kids and you try to spend as much time with them as you can and have quality time together. But uh, yesterday, my son gets uh, home from summer camp and says, Dad, let's go play pickleball. And you know, it was a hundred degrees yesterday, and I go, I don't think I want to do that. Welcome into Did to See, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Uh, I feel guilty as a parent sometimes because I don't know if it's out of laziness, but there are times where I just don't want to do certain things. And uh, to play pickleball when it's a hundred degrees is not high on my list of things to do. My son asked, and he had, you know, that look in his face, and I said, "All right, let's get in the car and let's go." Uh, another day like that from Alan Crone. Heat advisory today, gusty southwest winds at fifteen twenty-five, maybe one or two gusts near thirty miles an hour. Yeah, um, the the wind is a good thing, I guess, right? Like that's the only reason I didn't have a cardiac event yesterday. It was so hot on this pickleball court, which I don't know if you've ever seen these things. It's concrete. Ew. It's like being in the street, except you're running around chasing a pickleball. And um, I didn't like it that much, but I had to because my son asked me to. And um, today is going to be another brutal day for us, except a little bit of wind, which can't help. Uh, couldn't you play pickleball? And is there an indoor court? I think there are. A lot of people, may, you may not know this about Tulsa, Daniel, but there's people that play tennis in Tulsa. And they're all upset that the city of Tulsa is changing everything to pickleball now because pickleball caught on. It's a huge... It's, it's basically viral, if that makes sense. And now they've changed, like, the one we played out the other day or yesterday uh, used to be a tennis court. Then they made it a pickleball court. So I guess the tennis people are upset because they're having to wait longer because there's less tennis courts. What uh, controversy. Uh-oh. That is, yeah, yeah, that's all people are talking about as far as in this country is uh, pickleball versus tennis. Would you like to hear a story about a lady here in uh, Tulsa that used to be an airline mechanic and now she's uh, 100 years old? Yeah, but before uh, you tell us that, I did just look up TulsaPickleball.org. It's got a whole list of where you can play indoor and outdoor yeah. pickleball places. So take that young man uh, somewhere, mostly for you, and go somewhere inside. I like this pickleball. It's basically, I call it a, I don't know, in between tennis and ping pong. Mm -hmm. But the ball is a wiffle ball kind of thing, so it doesn't move as fast as tennis, and the court is smaller, so you don't have to have a heart attack trying to play tennis. Pickleball, reasonable, I'd say. You got to be a good athlete to play tennis. Uh, I've tried tennis many times, and I couldn't get more than like three volleys. Yeah. So it's not—it's no fun for me just to get devastated or not be able to play the game. But you say ball pickle is where it's at. Pickleball is uh, <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, even a hundred-year-old could play pickleball. This story from News on Six. Now News on Six wants to give recognition to an Oklahoma aircraft mechanic who is celebrating her 100th birthday today. Lucille Rogers grew up in Wacomus and Garfield County and then moved to Enid to work on planes at Vance Air Force Base after graduating high school. She met her husband at the base and lived in Enid for more than 70 years before moving to Tulsa to live closer to her daughter. That's pretty cool. A um, hundred years old and she used to work on airplanes. I don't know if you remember these stories. My grandmother during the Second World War, all the dudes were busy, you know, doing their thing, uh, maybe in Europe or wherever. And But ships and airplanes still had to be built. So my grandmother got her welding degree and used to build ships. And I guess that's what she did wow. with the airplanes. That's crazy. Ain't Tyke's that... grandmother used to build uh, ships and planes for the Germans in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Dana always tells people that my uh my granddad is a veteran but for germany that's not true at all and people are still like oh that's cool <laughs> no nah, he fought for the united states but daniel tells people that he mm -hmm. fought for the germans so your grandmother so your granddad fought for the germans and your grandmother built ships and things like that for the germans in world war ii the americans but yeah congratulations thank you oh did you see this and uh, i always wondered about this say the plane is coming in for a landing or something like that they tell you don't get up out of your seat what if you got to make water? You got to go to the bathroom. What are you supposed to do? I think you go to the bathroom. You're not going to want to wet that seat. Well, woman on a Spirit Airlines flight uh, was filmed uh, using the restroom on the floor after complaining that the staff blocked her from using the restroom for two hours. This was recorded by flight attendants while the woman is in the back uh, using the restroom. 
claiming they wouldn't let her in the lavatory. You tell me you cannot, you close the door. Just say hello to the, the camera is, The plane is stop you sick. I cannot hold the pee. Well, you can do whatever you want. Hello. You can say the wall. You need to drink okay. water because your pee smells like disgusting. Okay, well, why, why did you play that? Well, because it's a nightmare I think we all uh, think about when we're flying on a plane. There's going to be a time where they're like, hey, you can't get up. And I guess you're going to be like this lady and just get up and go. But if that's the spirit airlines flight attendant talking to her like that, what is going on over there? Well, uh, you know, I had heard that they can't stop you from going to the bathroom. Well, apparently they tried to with this lady. This is according to the Internet, which I everything on the Internet is true, okay. as we all know. Flight attendants can stop you from getting out of your seat. They can't stop you from going to the bathroom, though. So as long as you say, I'm going to the bathroom, they can't, they can't do anything. Uh, according to this, that's the Internet. Well, it happens from time to time. I was in a, on a plane once with a guy, and, uh, I mean, the plane is coming in for the landing. I mean, landing gear down, and he's like, uh, uh, you got to let me go up, man. I was like, I don't think they're going to let you. He's like, I got no choice. And he went back there anyway, and they got on that, like, boom, please sit down, please sit down. But he was... He, he, but did they... He didn't get arrested or anything, did he? No, they were they were uh, sitting... They were all... The flight attendants were locked in. They were sitting down already. Oh, okay. But, I, you know, I'm like you, though. I'm going to uh, risk it. If I've got to go to the restaurant, yeah, you I'm you got to go, you got to go, yeah, man. I'm what do they going, want you to do? Especially if it was two... Um, two hours. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. Uh, did you see this? A bear in California got in a lady's car, and she uh, documented on TikTok. This must have been a rental car because she doesn't sound that upset as the bear is destroying her car. There's a freaking bear in my car. No. There's a bear in my car. This bear is absolutely destroying the inside of my car right now. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> we already called the fire department. Don't worry. <gasps> oh. Oh, my. She's just cleaning out the poop in my car. <laughs> the bear poop. Job well done. Why call the fire department, though? What are they going to do? They just go, shh. They shoo it away, I guess. I guess. And the I bear mean, recognizes it's a fire department, so it has respect for it. I don't know. That's odd to me that they called the fire department. But anyway, there you go. That's what's that's what's going on, Tug. And uh, what's going on tomorrow morning, Daniel, 740 Easton Corbin tickets with our bullfight and all this week here with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tig. You know, there's a, a website or an app, I think it is, called Run P, R-U-N-P-E-E. -E, and it's supposedly an app that tells you the best time to use the restroom during a movie so you don't miss, like, the best scenes. Like, if you go to Oppenheimer, you probably don't want to see, you know, be in the restroom whenever they fire off the bomb or whatever, whatever happens. That's what I'm always worried about um, during a movie. You have to go to the bathroom and you go, geez, I hope I don't leave during the best part of the movie. That's why you maybe you should download this app. It tells you when you should go. Also, if I own a movie theater, I put a restroom in every one of the movie theaters with the audio pumped into the restroom. So if somebody has to go down there, they won't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Why not? They're all stadium seats now. Couldn't you put that under the stadium seat? So, you, well, hold on. When you, I haven't been in the theater in a long time. Can you just walk in and, um, like, is there a risk that somebody would just walk to the bathroom and watch the movie for free? Or do well, you have to pay well, to I get mean, in they, the door? They, you have to provide a ticket. Boy, it has been a while since you've been to a movie. If you didn't realize that Where they Where do they take, take the tickets. ticket? Do they take it at the door? Or do they take it at the, at front, the, at man. the front of the, yeah. the movie? Yeah. Oh, all right. So... Yeah, not bad. I mean, I go to football games all the time. Or well, I used where do to. they take the tickets there? At the front. Okay. And then, then, but, you know, it's a good point because when I go to the bathroom, they would have the game on in the bathroom on televisions, and they would have the audio and stuff, and so you wouldn't miss much of the game. Also, now that I think about it, I was delayed in the airport twice over the weekend when I was trying to go home, like three to five hours each time. Why don't they have little miniature theaters in the airport where if you got a two- or three-hour delay, you can get in there and watch a movie, give you something to do? Mm -hmm. Maybe even like a small like theater for one. Hey, did you see that in airports they have that room where you can go take a nap? And some of the big airports in Dallas and Atlanta. I was in Dallas. There's no room you can take a nap. They okay, have those well, minute, I've I've seen on, them before. The minute suites where you can buy, because I considered doing that. I'm stuck in Dallas for three hours, and I thought, well, I'll just take a nap. 
I looked into it. It's like a hundred dollars if you want to take, if you want to be in there for two hours. Basically, they rent rent you a bunk, basically where you can go lay down. Yeah, but not it's not a reasonable price. You can get a hotel room for that. And they think people are going there and taking naps. You know what's going on in there. I don't think anybody feels amorous in an airport. I, that's the last thing on <laughs> you my don't mind. You think like a guy and a girl go in there together? No. I'm All getting right. screwed enough by the airlines. I wouldn't want to meet somebody in the airport. Well, what happened to my idea back to the movie thing about um, the bathroom? I thought we had come up with an idea called Cinema Catheter. Cinema Catheter would also be good. That's where you go sit down, you get a catheter, like when you go to the hospital or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, you never have to get up because the, that part of your life's taken care of. You think cinema catheters? You go up, buy popcorn. You go buy um, one of those giant cokes that's uh, five gallons. It seems like, yeah, you pick up a catheter. You get well. Oh, you insert it yourself, or do you have a? Uh, I, I don't know. Catheter nurse there at the <laughs> theater. I don't know if you, is there self? In, I don't know, but I think not a bad idea. You would never miss the movie. That's right. You never miss one second. You not just with sit there in a with cinema catheter. You mind your business. It's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Hey, it's Ty Godino. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? What up? Uh, I wanted to uh, comment, comment on the tennis pickleball thing you guys talking oh, about. We were talking earlier, Daniel, about how in Tulsa, I think there's some tennis folks that are upset that in Tulsa they're converting a lot of the tennis courts into pickleball courts. Mm -hmm. And so well, what's your take on all this? Well, uh, I just wanted to say, like, there's a court that I go up to in Florence Park. Yeah, that's and, the one uh, I go sometimes to. Sometimes we'll go. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. But sometimes I'll go up there and they'll have, I'm a tennis player, and they'll have all the pickleball courts full and the tennis court full of pickleballers. Yeah, I got to say, and I don't know, uh, you said you're a tennis player. Is it wrong that yeah. when my son and I go up there, the, the pickleball courts are full, so we have played on the tennis court before, except we're playing pickleball. Does that make uh, tennis players upset? Uh, it's kind of like an online debate right now. I guess like nationwide debate. Uh, yes, it does make us very upset. <laughs> I, I think he's right. I've, I even, think I've even had to... It, I've it, even had to push him off the court, and I've gotten, like, attitude and pushback from the pickleball players. So. I think that if it's a tennis court, you play tennis on it. If it's pickleball, you can play pickleball on it. But you don't go to the uh, Little League field, Stig, and there's a guy out there having a football game, do you? No. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you should stay in your own lane as far as pickleball and tennis goes. Yes, sir. Well, it's a good point. I appreciate your time, man. No, I, I, I appreciate the uh, insight because I didn't know. However, I will say this, that had tennis players come up, I would have I relinquished that court. However, everybody just seems to be playing pickleball right now. Have you There's tried? a few of us. Have you tried pickleball <laughs> or you, you don't like it or you just like the uh, traditional tennis? Well, I've been playing tennis all my life, so it's just kind of what I'm what I'm good at. I have tried a few times and all my all my friends play pickleball, but I haven't yet been, uh, converted stubborn. Well, if you're such a tennis player, what is deuce? Uh, that's a tie between... Ah, uh, uh, he's good. Hmm. He got me there. What all right. is it when you make love? <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, have you ever walked into the, uh, the, the, the women's restroom by accident? You ever done this? Oh, yeah. Have you really? Yes, of course. So how do you uh, handle that situation? Do you do you continue with your business or do you leave immediately? No, once I see that I'm in the wrong place, I leave. Really? I, I always get like a spidey sense when I walk in. Something doesn't feel quite right. Mm -hmm. uh, now, if I'm out somewhere and it's a locking restroom and I've got to go and it's the ladies' room, go right in. And then when I'm walking out, I'm like rolling up my sleeves and I go, all right, it should be working now. Like I've just went there <laughs> oh, and you fixed plumbed it. it. Yeah. I see. <laughs> I was at the airport over the weekend. I used the family restroom several times. You're not, that's not, you're not part of. A, I do have a family. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. A family exists in your life, but that they weren't correct. there with you. Well, they should be more specific if they don't want me in there. <laughs> so just because you, well, every human has a mom right. biologically. So every so human could say they I could use the family. I was using the uh, family restroom when they had my lunch in the nursing station. It was uh, great. <laughs> You drank in the nursing station? No, I had lunch. Oh. You know, get your food, your tray of McDonald's, and go right in that nursing station. I remember that I was at a football game, and uh, it was a college football game, and I, I had to go to the restroom, and, you know, they called a timeout and said, this is my chance. I'm going to the restroom. And I walk in this restroom and this stadium, and I'd been to this stadium. I'd been to at least 100 games, probably 
20 years of games. And I walked in and I said, they renovated the restrooms. Mm-hmm. You had that weird feeling. I said, what, what in God's name is going on in this restroom? How come, how come the restrooms got so nice over a weekend? And I turn around and realize there's no urinals. You know, none, none for the day. It's all women's, mm-hmm. like stalls. And I, oh, my God, I've walked into the women's restroom. These women have a very nice restroom at football games. We didn't, the dudes, discuss. There's a, tr- literally, I don't know if you ladies have ever been in a dude's restroom. There's a trough. You Sometimes, ever seen this? Yeah, yeah, like, it's like a bathtub that's long, like a hot dog. Famously, um, here at Oktoberfest, the men have a trough that they use. Yes, and, uh, and so there's that. However, I will say there's a little bit of uh, hypocrisy going on. Because I've also been at football games, Daniel, where the women's line looks like it's about 50 ladies long. Dudes, I guess I don't know what it is. We don't take as long or something. Women coming into the men's restroom. Now, I would go to jail for that, right? Probably, yeah. But men, they're like, all right, honey, if you want to come in, they just let them go. And nothing happens to them. Ain't that wrong? Uh, can I suggest to you, Tyke, from now on, if you're in an airport or a Walmart or anything like that, start using that family restroom. Look, chef's kiss. It's wonderful in there. <laughs> okay. you're, you're very uncomfortable. Look, How so? It's just weird, man. That's that's for bringing your toddler in so you can watch him, not for old Tag man Daniel to go in there and take his time. It doesn't say that. It says family, family restroom, restroom, right? All right.